Well, here we go. Episode number 12 of the On the Road to Damascus podcast with your host, myself, Lugaskiu, and Yvonne Rempel. And in this week's episode, we are bringing you four amazing guests, each one of them here from God. And my question to you is this, have you ever wondered if God is speaking to you? Have you ever wondered if God is even real? Well, we are bringing you four individuals that hear from God every single day, but hear from God in a unique, different way as well. And in this episode, we hope that you will be able to find out more about how God is speaking to you, and more importantly, realizing that God is always speaking to you. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, Luke, how's it going? Hey, Yvonne, how's it going? Good. We are on episode 12 of On the Road to Damascus. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Thank you for having me back. You are so welcome. I just love when you like to join me as a guest on our podcast that we share. (laughs) (laughs) So we finished last week on an amazing topic. Episode 11, we said, do you feel valued? What did we Mm. talk about there? Well, we we understood that everyone is like seeking this value. Everyone is seeking to be wanted and needed in the world. And we during the episode, we realized that if we keep externally looking to be valued from the outside world, we're always going to feel empty on the inside because actually what inside is wanting to be valued. So it's that place of our relationship with God and going internally that obviously makes it we, so we feel valued. So then we can go and give value into the world externally. Exactly. We cannot give value if we don't already carry value and we can only get that value from God. So Mm -hmm. we finished our episode 11. If you have not seen it, go check it out. You don't want to miss that one because we have an amazing episode here. We talked about what value means, but value only comes when you have one thing. You can hear God. So if I were to pick up a phone and call you, but I never talked to you, could you understand who was on the other line, what I wanted, you know, anything like that. You wouldn't be able to understand me. So there is this two-way connection that needs to be open where God can speak and where we can speak back. And we have been taught really well, you know, you go to church. I mean, you don't even have to go to church. You can put your hands together and you can pray anywhere. And I mean, that was part of your story that you talked about. You're like, God, I need some help here. But then there's another, there's a response part that comes that we don't get to talk about a lot. And that is him talking back to us. So what is the name of our episode this week? Well, there isn't much of a name to the episode is really realizing that there is four ways that we hear God for for avenues in which we can hear God. And some of us may carry just one of them. Some of us may carry them all. But what I loved about this episode and the reason at the end of last episode was, did you have anyone that we could bring onto the podcast? Because it's always you and me. I love speaking to you, Yvonne, you know, but I love hearing everyone's experiences as well. So this week we have some beautiful guests with us that carry each one of these ways of hearing God have their own personal experiences. And I'm so excited. I'm ready just to sit back and just enjoy this episode (laughs) and let everyone else do the work. Um, But I'm excited to, to meet everyone, to hear everyone's stories and to get the wisdom that I know that they all carry. Yeah. 
So we have some very important guests, some what I call our Canadian guests for our UK listeners here. Um, so you're going to hear a lot of Canadian as- accents happening. And I know that you love them so much. So I brought I four more with me. I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Um, and these are people where I have taught. I've had an opportunity to teach with them and teach other people how to hear God. And what comes from that is that people learn their value. They learn who they are and it gives life to them. They change in ways that have ne- they've never gone or never had an opportunity to change before. So I want to introduce each one individually and I want to share with you the things that they offer, the gift that they carry. Again, you said that we can carry more than one of them, but the primary one they hear from. And then I'm going to just ask some questions to our listeners going, hey, do you identify with this one person? And then listen to their voice. So if you're on the podcast, listen for that one voice, you'll identify with that one. So first, I want to introduce a longtime friend of mine, Chris. Hey, Chris, how's it going? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Good. So we have been friends for 10 years, have we not? That's crazy. Yep. Yeah, 10 years. 10 years. Chris is actually the one who introduced me on how to hear God. He picked me up, took me to a conference and actually started me on this journey where I get to have this opportunity, opportunity to be on a podcast and uh, start the Damascus experience. So this is very exciting for me. And Chris, what are you, what is your primary way you hear God? So the primary way I hear God is uh, through seeing, through seeing pictures I'm a seer, I guess. Uh, I see pictures are very visual. Uh, I learn through seeing things or being shown things uh, that you can see. <laughs> so that's 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 my primary uh, way that I've I've learned to understand uh, God's voice. Yeah, that's awesome. So if you're listening to this, if you are a dreamer or a visionary, um, you are a very visual learner. Um, you experience deja vu. Uh, you struggle with the everyday life because you're so focused on the big picture. Chris is just nodding his oh, head. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, That's me. That's me. Right That's me. Absolutely. Yeah. You're, um, I'm always living out there somewhere. Yeah. And if you also hear pictures to the music you're listening to. So you see pictures as you're listening to music. Yeah, absolutely. And I know one other guy like that. Um, What's his, oh yeah, I think your husband as well. <laughs> yes, yes, my husband. So Matt is also a seer who didn't believe in hearing God until he asked us one day about eight years ago. You guys see pictures too, don't you? <laughs> we said, no, <laughs> that is not how we operate. <laughs> so yeah, so if you um, identify with any one of those things, listen for Chris's voice um, because he is going to share in this episode some amazing stories on how he is as a seer. Okay, now I want to introduce to you Gloria, Miss Gloria Wilms. How are you, Gloria? I'm doing great. <laughs> Good. And you are a hearer, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yeah. Um, I do see pictures sometimes. I used to think I was a seer, but I'm so not all those things that Chris is. <laughs> but I um, I hear uh, and in di- several different ways I hear I get thoughts and these thoughts are not 
something that I normally am thinking about. So I kind of know that it's from God. I do hear things in dreams sometimes um, and words jump out at me when I'm reading something and I know, oh, God's speaking to me specifically here. Or um, this has happened twice in my life where I've actually audibly heard God speak, which is fantastic. I would love that more often, but yeah, that, that was amazing. I'm excited for that story later. I'm already excited (laughs) for that one. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So if you think you're here, if that's, you know, something about what Gloria said, you know, those words that she's speaking that really stood out to you, you have a strong inner voice that guides you. Um, you learn well through verbal explanation. You enjoy journaling, writing words, all of that. You enjoy that. Um, thinking quietly, being still is very natural to you. And when you listen to music, it's the words that stick out to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. So that is Gloria. So listen for her voice um, as we move forward. Okay, so we have another one. This one here is the lovely Miss Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Yvonne. Thank you so much for both of you for having us. Oh, you are so welcome. I'm so excited you're here. Our kids like practically grew up together. So this has been a joint adventure for both of us, hasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And And we also share... Um, just the whole feeling piece. Sorry, did I jump the gun? No, I love it. I love it because I could feel what you're about to do. Like <laughs> together, we're going to do this little dance, you and I all, oh, all yeah. afternoon. <laughs> yes. So you were a feeler. You were the feeler of the group. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. you and I both. Uh, what is very interesting and what I've loved learning with you, Bonnie, is that we feel differently. You don't mm-hmm. think you could feel differently, but how you feel and how, how I feel is so different. And so I just love that we have these unique abilities, but we are also the same. So mm-hmm. yeah, tell me I, about being a feeler. Absolutely. So when you're talking about music, right, I feel yeah. the music. So um, I can be sitting, you know, with my with my husband and we'll be watching hockey and a commercial will come on and I will just be teary, right? Like I feel things. I used to think that that made me totally crazy. Um, but now it's really just a part of embracing that. Um, so I know you and I are a little bit different. You can walk into a big room yeah. and, and kind of feel the energy in the room. For yeah. me, it happens more when I'm one-on-one with people. Yeah. And that is, that is such a gift to have, to have that intimacy with one-on-one as much as it is walking in a room. I love that. So if you are a feeler and you're like, oh yeah, I cry all the time, that doesn't mean you're a feeler. It means you're emotional, but here are some things to tell you that you are a feeler. You have been interrupted with strong waves of emotion from God. Uh, You sense Mm -hmm. God's heart in the everyday. Uh, You can pick up the vibe from someone or in a place in a group setting. Music often makes you cry or get happy. Um, That one we've talked about extensively, haven't we, Bonnie? Mm -hmm. And we have playlists based on our feelings. (laughs) And your emotions have gotten you into trouble. So, Oh, absolutely. Yes. So those are the feelers out there. And so, yeah, listen for Bonnie for those stories um, because you don't want to miss them. There are some exciting ones. Mm. And now we have our last but not least, 
we have our knower in the group, and his name is Mr. Ray Wilms. Hi, Ray. Hi, Vaughn. How's it going? Hey, it's good to be with you all today. Thank you. We're so glad to have you. So, Ray, you are a knower. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little advertisement there. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, tell me, tell me what it's like a little bit about being a knower. It's not like anything of the previous three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't. Um, I don't have the same kind of stories to um, share with people uh, relative to my knowing. Um, it's it's an inner an inner sense or an inner awareness or an inner conviction about something, and and it comes quietly to me. Um, I, I usually stand in the posture of an introvert. I'm usually listening because I'm also a, a processor. So I'm gathering information from all around me and, and, um, and listening and, and uh, 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 some of what I'm hearing is landing well with me. Uh, I'm saying that's, that's credible. Yeah, in some situations, it's like this. It's not always like this, but sometimes. And, and, and other times, I listen to another person speak, and, and I just know I've heard a lie. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, it's pointless to point to the person and say, do you want to double-check that, please? You know, you want to have another go at that one? Um, I just let it go uh, because, like, what would be the purpose of it? But I know. And, 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 uh, and so I'm cautious with how much I, I give of myself in that situation yeah. to that person and so on. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Now, so it's, if it's, it's a little troublesome for me living with Gloria, <laughs> who, you know, who always has um, pictures and, and uh, the, the, you know, great, great stories, visual things. Like last night, she saw this amazing thing as she was going to sleep. I don't have stories like that. Yeah. Very, very often, you know. So But you do have some very amazing stories that I can't wait to dive in with you. You do have some great stories that uh, you know, it may not seem, you know, this big show where we get an open vision or we've had a dream. Um, but your stories always leave me in awe that, you know, God speaks this way to you. Oh, so that's great. You, so if you think that you are a knower, you are a person who has um, incredible faith or trust. Um, you overcome most challenges intuitively. Um, you struggle to communicate in words what you know intrinsically. And you feel compelled to do something, but not strong reasons why other than just I know. You just know, you know, you know. That's right. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. So, so when I listen, I listen to music, for example, with Gloria, she says, Ray, that's a horrible song. Listen to those words. That's as immoral as can be. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't listening to the words. I say, do you hear those guitar licks in there? Do you hear the drums? That's what I hear. I think that's great. <laughs> for example. Yes, that's awesome. That's awesome. So if you have not picked up on um, guys, Gloria and Ray, are married. Um, they have been married. How many years have you been married? Oh, no, 
and someone's gonna have to unmute themselves. Go on, Gloria. It's 48 years, just about wow. 49 years. Yeah, that is so wow. exciting. So they have been on an incredible journey together. Ray was the former pastor of our church. Chris currently is one of the pastors of our church, um, which is exciting. Um, Bonnie is uh, doing some amazing things in her gifting. So we have like an A team of people today for you guys. And I'm so excited to dive in some questions. Now, one of the reasons we bring guests on um, we've never had guests before. So this is our first time. Hey, Luke. Yeah, this is the first time. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm here. I've got all my questions <laughs> ready to ready to write the answers that you all give. And um, just so I'm learning, like I've got my notepad and pen. I'm like, I'm just going to write away and be like, that was really good, Ray. That was really good. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to take notes and enjoy it. So if we're ready, are we ready to dive into some questions? Let's though? dive in. Let's start. Let's dive into it. So the first one I've got is going to go, is for everyone. So I'll ask everyone this question. I think first I'm going to go over to Bonnie. We're going to start with Bonnie with this one. But the question for everyone is, when was the first time you heard God? So Bonnie, if you want to answer that question first, that'd be great. Yeah. So uh, as I've been thinking about that, that one was a tough one for me. Um, but the memory that came to mind initially was probably when I was in high school. Um, I had taken a walk down to a lake uh, some chilly morning and I plopped myself down on this really big rock and was just kind of sitting in this space. And I remember it just feeling incredibly peaceful and uh, just this sense of calm. And not that I heard words or, or anything came from the sky or anything, but just this sense that the creator that had created all of that had also created me. Um, and there was this sense of purpose and just a sense of uh, he had something more for me. Mm. It's so interesting wow. as a feeler, you, you were saying that then it's like, I remember feeling this and I just felt like that. And I sensed this, which is like you saying you, you're hearing yeah. from God, but it's coming yeah. through that medium of, of all them feelings. That's so Absolutely. good. That's so exciting. Yeah. How about you, Chris? What, what, what for you, when was the first time that you heard from God? It's such a great question. Um, I had to think back and you know, I, I think maybe as a kid, um, I remember, I remember walking across the playground to go home and, um, and I, and I, and I had a really, like, I was really scared of some things that, that some people were talking about hell. And, um, I was just really scared about some of the things that I was hearing. I was probably in grade six and I didn't really hear a voice, but like I had, um, I had like um, a song or pictures come to mind that just brought peace to my heart. So I feel like that was like God speaking to me, even though it wasn't like words, it was like this, uh, it changed how I was feeling. So um, that's, that's, I think the clearest time I remember the first time I did not know that that was God at the time, but looking back now, I can go, wow, like God was, God was speaking to my heart. Mm. And I love that you just said that, like, even though I didn't know God, God knew me. And he was speaking to me before I knew him. I absolutely, I I love that. I love that. And I just want to say that up front for all our listeners, yeah. God's already speaking to you if you don't know God. And great God's um, Chris's story there just just picks that up. Now I'm ready. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Gloria now, and I'm expecting that she heard from God. Okay, so <laughs> Gloria, for you, what what was the first time that you that you heard from from God? 
I was thinking about this and I'm not sure exactly when the first time was, but I do have a memory when I was a kid and uh, my family was a God-fearing family. We believed in the God of the Bible and we believed that God was alive and interested in us, but I'd never heard from God before. And this was a, a time my brother, my older brother lost his wallet and there was 70 bucks in it. That was a whack of money at that time. <laughs> and my parents were very upset about it. And But we decided to pray and ask God if he would help us find the wallet. And as we're praying about this, I just, I don't know how old I was, maybe about 12. I just said, God, where is it? And the thought, a clear thought came to my mind. It was, it's in the cow pasture. He lost it when he was out there looking for the cows. So I shared this with my family and everybody rolled their eyes like, how are we going to find it in the cow pasture? And so I asked God again, I said, God, where exactly is it? Can you take me to it? And I didn't hear anything from him, but I, we walked into the pasture, all of us, and I walked right up to the wallet. I found it and the 70 bucks was in it. And oh my, I, I was so excited. And I just feel that excitement that I felt back then. I, I just... I just knew God was talking to me and it, it just changed how I felt about God in my relationship with him. It was so cool. Wow. And it's so funny because like when people try and talk to God, it's normally in these yeah. like, you know, big, maybe big questions we have, like what's my yeah. purpose. And you, I love the relationship you have with God was just like, where is that wallet? Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? And God's the, like there. Yeah. One of the, one of the really great things from that story is that, she asked, but then she asked again, yeah. right? It's not like you get one question and that's it. One question a day, uh, you better make it the best one you can think of. Like, it's like, wishes. okay, <laughs> did I get that right? Can you maybe explain yeah. that to again? And it wasn't a, you know, he didn't make you feel bad for asking again. He's just like, I got you. I got you. You're right we're going to, we're going to go find it. Yeah. yeah. So good. Cool. And that uh, Ray, what, what about, what about you? Well, one of the, the drawbacks of all this learning later on in life is that you've got a lot of life to look back over to evaluate. One was the very first time that I believe that I heard from God. And so you pick one and you think that's it. And then you start visiting with your spouse and you find another one and then you find another one. So it's kind of an adventure discovering. But one of the very clear um, moments when I heard from the Lord and um, I didn't know who to say thank you to so I didn't even thank him for it because I didn't realize it was him speaking to me the situation I was in a Bible college after high school so I was probably 18 or 19 years old and uh, dormitory setting so six guys in a room and we were you know, school had been on for about a month already. And of course, you know, we're all starting to chase girls and, you know, and all that good stuff. And, and we're saying, so who are you after? And who do you want to date? And I see you're dating so-and-so. And, and we're lying on our backs, going to sleep at night, having these conversations with each other. And we noticed that one of the guys just wasn't into this conversation at all. And I, I said to him, so cowboy, how about you? You know, when when are you going to start uh, dating a girl? And he said, oh, no, I'm not. No, no, don't worry about me. No, I didn't come here for that. I'm, you know, 
And I and I thought about that, and and I started to push into it a little bit. And uh, I think the conversation sort of went like this. I, I I said, you know what? I think you came here wounded. I think you came here just off of a really great relationship. I think you were head over heels in love with a girl and she dumped you before you came here. And I think it's because she was of a totally different faith system that you were a part of and because you wouldn't abandon your following Jesus for her and her belief system, she said, I'm out of here. And that broke your heart. And you came here with your heart steeled, saying, I will not hurt like that again. And I'm not going to enter into a serious relationship in order to protect myself. And the whole time I'm telling this story, he's just tossing and turning on the bed, listening. And he's saying, how do you know this? How in the world do you know this? Who told you this? I said, I have no idea. I'm just guessing. And um, it was right on. All of it was right on. And even when I realized that I was 100% correct with the whole thing, I still didn't know because of the environment that I was raised in. We didn't know to give God thanks for that. And so everybody lay on their bed that night were saying, oh, man. Ray told a great story. Nailed it. He nailed it. But we had no vocabulary, no experience, and no teaching. So I would say that's one of the first remarkable times. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And Ray said he had no 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 stories. That was that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. You know, so we have our so we have our podcast that plays a, a like on all podcast platforms right now, but we also have us, we're on YouTube too. And I just want to share that all of us who've been doing this together are smiling because we know this story. We're all smiling. We know how it is. And we're all watching Luke's face because he's never heard these stories before. And he's probably, we're watching him to see his reaction because it's probably the favorite part about teaching with these, these wonderful people is that we, I have an opportunity to watch other people's reactions to these moments that have defined our faith. Yeah. It's got me so excited. I'm going to ask another question. Can do that. (laughs) (laughs) Follow follow up question. Follow up question. Go. Right. This is going to be for everyone again. And you know, one thing that both you and me, Yvonne say is that a relationship with God is a relationship is between you and him. It's personal. Yeah. And, and with that, God sounds differently to everyone or we experience God differently in one sense. Um, So I'm going to throw that question out next is what does God sound like to you? And I'm going to start with Gloria as well as saying, what does God sound like to you? And then when he actually spoke to you audibly, what does God sound like? (laughs) Because I want to know that too. Okay, well, I did mention already that uh, I hear God in thoughts, and I know that it's not me because it's not something that I would normally 
be thinking or sometimes it's just a thought out of the blue and uh, or even just a fleeting thought. And I've learned to be really sensitive to think, to catch those things because, oh, God's speaking again. And um, that's great. Um, um, I've I've had some amazing uh, vision in dreams, like uh, a vision or mission for my life revealed to me in dreams. That the two really stand out for me, um, and they've kind of been a mission for the rest of my life. So that's been one way that God speaks. And then, of course, the audible time was pretty awesome too. Did you want me to tell that story now? Yeah, this is go straight in, Gloria. I'm, I'm, I'm not batting around the bush here, just straight in. Okay. Well, uh, this this one time I, I was staying with my mother-in-law. She was dying of cancer, and I stayed with her for quite a few weeks. I was terrified that she was going to fall out of bed and hurt herself, break a bone, and then she'd be in so much more agony. And so I asked God, I, I just said, God, wake me up when she starts to get out of bed. So I was in a different room and often I would just wake up and I wouldn't have heard anything. I just wake up and I'd go check. And yes, yeah, she's getting out of bed. And this one time I, I woke up to a voice and the voice was saying, Gloria, Gloria. And I woke up and it, and uh, I knew, Oh, it's God. He's telling me to go check mom. So I ran in and she was almost out of bed. I caught her just in time. And just, it was, it was so amazing that God did that for her and for me. It, it was so precious. I'll, I'll never forget that. It was so amazing. <laughs> I'm just like, God's real. God's real, everyone. God's real. Do you know what I mean? Well, and you can't, like he, you can't help it, right? Because you can't deny somebody's experience, right? You can't no. argue somebody's experience. We yeah. can argue theology. We can yeah. argue a word. Maybe it was translated different. Like we can have those debates, but you can't debate the experience that we're about to hear from these people because you can't tell somebody that didn't happen. So, yeah. yeah, it's so good. Fish okay, enough. who's next? Um, I'm going to go over to Chris. Such a great question again. Um, I love that you guys were talking about value last time because I feel like there's a key part when God speaks to me um, that it sounds like this this voice that is instilling this deep value for me. It's It's so less external coming to me. It's very internal. Um, and I'd say 80% of the time, um, I, I, I don't really think it's him because I, I to me, God often sounds like, a, a, a very, um, confidently loved and treasured version of myself. Mm-hmm. So it's this, um, you know, you on your best day, um, self-talk that comes or images that come or destiny map that gets played out, you know, like, are you serious? It's, and, and it, uh, so for me, it's this, uh, it feels so much like me, but it's so, it's so great. Um, I, I know it's, it's, it, it's happening here, but it's coming from another source. Um, but, it, but it is so much me and him. It, yeah. You mentioned intimacy, uh, it, it adds the value piece, uh, like this, 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 this voice of value, um, really. Yeah. That's how I would describe it. And, and you can, I, I mean, 80% of the time I would say you could almost miss it just because it sounds just a little bit like, like you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, I feel that too. I always say to people, it's like that small, encouraging voice that's like egging you on. It's like you're the coach for a second. Yeah. It's just that. Yeah. And yeah, so I relate to that. I relate to that massively. Thanks for that, Chris. Um, Bonnie, what what does God sound slash feel like? <laughs> oh, so I'm going to paint a picture for you and maybe that'll answer the question. Uh, so imagine for a moment that you're in a deep wooded area and you're walking along a path and uh, you can hear kind of a, a brook kind of in the background. You can hear the birds. You can feel the warm sunshine on your face. And suddenly there's this rustling in the trees and it's, it's just this gentle breeze. Uh, you can hear it in the leaves and it just feels like this calm um, that's what God, that's what God sounds like to me. That's the best, kind of the best way I can describe it. And it kind of initiates conversation sometimes with words and sometimes not. Um, and it's just really familiar. I think I love what Chris said. Um, it's just, it's a familiar voice. Uh, for me, sometimes it comes in the voice of, you know, people I've respected or I still do respect, um, and deeply trust people that are maybe no longer with us. Um, some people that are still with us, but it, it the voice kind of sounds similar. Um, yeah, that's the, that's the way. I love that picture. Thank you for, thank you for sharing that picture. Mm -hmm. And what about Ray? Let me unmute you. Yeah, there we go. All right. Um, for me, most often, it's it's a solid inner awareness, a knowingness uh, to say something um, that is um, For example, in a group setting, let's say a, a meeting, a conversation with somebody, a counseling situation, Suddenly, I just know what to say, and I and I say it. And afterwards, I'm wow. Did I just say that? And then it me, where did you get that from? I would have to say I had no previous notion to say that to you whatsoever. That just came out of my mouth. I didn't check it on the way by. I just I spoke as it came to me, and you heard it firsthand. You're as surprised as I am surprised. Um, often like that, not always, but often like that. You know. Wow. So thank you. It's just beautiful the way that everyone hears God differently. It's so unique. And also I think it's so in tune with your personality as well. It's like yeah. that whole being made in his image, a child of God. It's like, I'm going to speak to you. So it sounds like yeah. you, and that's how close we are together. I love that. Um, I'm going to pass some questions over to Yvonne now because I, I keep saying all the questions. So, Yvonne, have you got a question <laughs> that you want to throw at the group? Yeah, I do have a question. So, you know, we we talked about, you know, a, a lot of different things. We talked about we can hear. We talked about it adding value to us. We talk about it adding value to other people when we speak life, because that's what God, that's what God is. He's life. And so when we hear him, he gives us life and we speak life, right? 
But my question, and this is a question that a lot of people often ask is, how do you know it's God? Like, how do I know that the wrestling on the path isn't, you know, like a bear coming out to get me, you know, like (laughs) I just, you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, people will often be like, you know, like, how do I know it's not me? And it's God. How do I know it's not, you know, like, oh, no, you know, I so desperately desire that. And God's like, I want you to have it. And you're like, oh, but I can't, you know, we struggle with this internal struggle all the time. So I want to ask Bonnie and Ray. uh, So we'll go with Ray first. Ray, how do you know when you share that it's God? Well, (laughs) it's going to sound like I'm contradicting myself a little bit relative to the story that I just told. (laughs) <laughs> but there, there, there's that inside check. Does this yeah. make sense? Is yeah. this relevant? And, and in the previous illustration I gave you, I knew that what I was going to say was going to be spot on. Yeah. But I didn't know. I did not know what I was going to say. But I knew I was heading there. And when I finished, it would be all good. Okay, so like that's one, and and working with a team like yeah. Chris and Bonnie and Gloria, um, if if you if we believe that we have a word for somebody, we can always do the very wise biblical thing, and that is to bounce the notion off of somebody else. That's the power of being in community. Yeah. Um, this makes sense to me. Does this make sense to you? And um, if I'm speaking to somebody. I ask them as I as I'm talking. Does this make sense to you? Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, you know, is it biblical? Does it make sense to you? Does it apply? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> maybe I got it wrong, but maybe it's for a year from now. I'm not sure. Right. Yeah, I love that, Ray. That's a great. Uh, that's a great response, right? Because the end goal is to be good. God is good, period. So if it's not good, it's not God, right? And so we look at it and we can flip it this way and then we flip it. I'm holding up my hands and I'm flipping it the other way because God is good. And if it's not good, it's not God, right? So we weigh it. And if it's not good, it's not God. And that's where how we can kind of measure it ourselves, you know, in our uniqueness as we move along. Bonnie, why don't you tell me, how do you know that, you know, especially feelings, especially being in COVID, um, especially, you know, being close to somebody, how do you know when it's God and it's not someone else or it's the world or it's those other things? Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think it really comes back to knowing who God is. Um, So God is not chaos. Yeah. Uh, God is not someone who is going to speak shame into your life. Yeah. Um, he's not dysfunctional. Uh, so I think for me, when that's one of my checks, right? So if, if I'm feeling something and, I, and I'm leaning into it, uh, if it feels chaotic, I get really skeptical, right? Because that's yeah. not who I know God to be. Um, so for me, it's really, it's really been about diving into, um, his written word to, to get to know who God is. Um, and that's kind of the filter that I use for, for navigating some of that. Yeah. Wow. That's so good. And very self-aware, uh, to be doing that. That's so, um, man, I hope you guys are loving this episode so far. Like we haven't even hit half our questions. I don't think it's so good. 
um, because this is so relevant today. I believe people are having such supernatural experiences. And just like each one of us, we don't have language for it. And I want to present to you some amazing people right now who have language for the very thing that you are experiencing. And, you know, and why is that so important? Because there's a story in the Bible that talks about Samuel and Eli, right? Eli was training Samuel and God was speaking to Samuel. But Samuel didn't know God's voice. And so he went running to Eli. And when Eli finally said, Samuel, that's God, God speaking to you. It wasn't Samuel who went, Eureka, I know it's God. Somebody actually give him, gave him language to what was happening. And then it said later on down in the verse, it says, then Samuel grew and the Lord was with him and he let none of his words fail. It's so powerful when you have language to match your feeling, your seeing, your dreaming, your hearing, your intuition, your knowing. When you have a language that can take you back to the way that is life, man, you're going to just radically just be different after just this podcast, I tell you. What do you think, yeah. Luke? <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm just like, like I'm so joyful. I'm so joyful. No, for sure. You're just like I feel so like excited. I'm, you're just. I'm so excited. I'm just. I'm just loving every every moment. Of it. But I feel bad because Chris, Chris, and uh, Gloria didn't get a question. So I'm hoping you throw okay. them a, a question. I do have a. I do. Yeah, we don't want to leave anybody out. We come on. We're good. We're good people. Um, okay, so here's here's another great one that I wanted to ask. Have you ever misheard God? Dun, dun, dun. We all have. Let's let's just get that out of the way. We all have heard. We all thought we he said something and we didn't. But I want to I want to hear um, Chris's experience first. Have you ever heard misheard God? I, I love that you kicked me the question. You're like, hey, where did you miss it? <laughs> yeah. When did you get <laughs> thanks, it wrong? Thanks for that one. Yeah. I'd love to lead out on this one. No, but You're this welcome. is such a great. Uh, it's such. I a believe great... in you so much that you can lead us <laughs> from this. Yeah. It's, you know, it's such a great question because it's such a, a part of the process of, of uh, learning, like Bonnie and you guys were talking about discerning his voice and, and you do that through this relationship and engaging this constant, you know, conversation kind of thing. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah, I, you know, misheard. Okay, so you probably mean like, for me anyways, I, I think misunderstood. Like I, I've, I've heard things yeah. and I'm like, oh, I misunderstood. Yeah. Um, you know, what, what that was. So I remember an experience, um, comes to mind and that we've shared this with, with, with some of the people, uh, as well, but we were doing this. Um, so, so my end often is the, you know, like my interpretation or my translation of what I'm hearing or what I'm seeing gets flawed, especially as a seer, because they say, you know, that saying like a picture is worth a thousand words. Yeah. yeah. Like, but, but like, which ones, right? Like that's a lot, <laughs> a thousand words. Like, how do I, how do I make sense of this yeah. thing that yeah. I'm seeing? Right. I, I'm, yeah. I might miss. So, um, yeah. Um, so there's this time where I was sitting in and, uh, this, this pastor had come up and he was going to go on this rest period, a sabbatical. He was going to take a leave and get kind of rejuvenated and come back to work. And I really felt like, you know, he needs, really feel it's important that he hears from God right now going into this because he, it seems like he's in rough, he's in rough shape. So we, you know, we pray to just ask God to hey speak to us. So it, it kind of immediately I start to see an image. Now the image that I saw was this red canoe, 
but it didn't mean anything to me. It, it just was an image. And so I felt like I needed to um, come up with a meaning of what this red canoe could mean for him. <laughs> so I start with some leading questions like, so um, do you like fishing? Do you like fish? No, don't, no, I don't, I don't, I don't just don't like fishing at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, how about, but you like being on the lake? Like you'd like being around water? You like, no, not really, not really my, so at this point I'm like, I think I'm way off here, but I, I didn't really have an interpretation. I just saw a red canoe. So I just said, does a red canoe, finally I had nothing. So does a red canoe mean anything to you? He stops and he thinks, and he's like, yeah, actually, you know, my, my best friend bought me a red canoe for my sabbatical for my time of rest. And, uh, I, and, and so that story wasn't finished, but it, it, it held a lot of weight for him. Yeah. I got to hear kind of, you know, the six months later version of that and just how that really became a real place of intimacy with him and God and kind of his journey back uh, and having that time. So it kind of came a place where I think he fell in love with a few things that maybe he wasn't sure if he, <laughs> he had a love for, but um, yeah, I can get kind of mixed up in trying to get the interpretation instead of just saying what I saw. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that is. And you're right. It's a misunderstanding, right? We, we want to, we want everybody in the end to feel so good that we're like a red canoe is not feeling really good. So let me give you this great big analogy. And they're totally walk away. So and upset. They're like, I didn't hear from God. And, and that's on us. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know how it is, you know, but like in the West, like, you know, we have, you know, myself included, we have a really high value of not getting it wrong. Like there's a lot of fear and like missing yeah. and, or, or doing it wrong. And uh, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not convinced that's a high value for God. Like <laughs> I think he has a high value. I think he has a high value for you admitting when you're wrong, because that is really some soft soil and he can work with that. And yeah. um, so anytime where you go like, you know what, I'm not, I don't think I know what this means, but here's what I saw. Um, you know, that's just, just, that's a helpful way to kind of move forward with people who are seers is just like, Hey, if that's you, just, just tell people what you're seeing and see if it means anything to them. Yeah. That's some great advice. That is don't, you don't need to uh, paint it up pretty, just lay it out what you see. That's all. Uh, and from there, God's like, I got this from there. Yeah. Okay. Gloria, have you ever uh, misunderstood something that God was speaking to? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course I have. And um, I'm thinking, I thought about that quite a bit and uh, thought about this one story. Uh, this was kind of a combination of see or hear thing. And mm -hmm. like Chris, I think I was kind of trying to interpret the whole thing, maybe a little too much. Uh, I was falling asleep one night and I saw this face, a very clear face. And I don't didn't know this person, but I knew that this person was from town and that I see her frequently somewhere, but I wasn't sure where. Anyways, long story, but I found out where she was and I did get to talk to her. Uh, I got another picture right at that point when I saw her face, and that was a picture of her standing in beside a wall. It was a stone wall with stairs going up on one side and coming down the other side. And she was standing there contemplating. And I, I felt like I heard God say, she's just about to make a big major decision. And she needs to know that she should go for it. 
And I felt like that was so clear, but I thought, oh man, how do I go to this total stranger and tell her this, like, this is crazy. So, but I did, I, I was obedient and I found her and I talked to her, but I think it's so important then to not just say, God told me this and you should do this. It's, it's so important to not do that. Just to check it out. Say, if this means something to you, great. If it doesn't just discard it, you know, um, come across with humility and love. And I really tried to do that. And so I told her that I'd had this dream kind of about her. And I asked her if she was making a decision at the time. I said, I feel like God is saying, go for it. And she just kind of looked at me. She was very, very gracious. And she said, well, no, not right now, <laughs> but maybe in the near future. And uh, she was so sweet. And I just thought, oh, God, did I really miss this? But I said, well, great. Nice chatting with you. And we parted. And a little while later, I noticed she wasn't in the credit union anymore. And uh, a while later, I found her in another job in our town at another place and so I never got to ask her I don't know what the outcome of the story was <laughs> but it's obviously she made a decision to change her career and now I don't see her there either and she's not in town anymore so I don't know but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter she felt loved by what I did and if it helped her praise God yeah <laughs> Amazing. That's really that, good. How you how you feeling about this, Luke? Like you just this is so good, so good. And no, it's um, it's funny, right? And um, I haven't shared any stories yet, but I'm going to share a little one, and then it'll lead yeah. into my next question. Okay. I remember the first time that God gave me a word of knowledge. So yeah. you know, and um, Ray will know this. Like there's just this knowing, this intuition, just come out of nowhere. It's just boom. I shouldn't know it. I remember I was meeting this guy from America. Never met him before. I just pray to God. I'm like, God, if there's anything that you want to say to this guy, like, yeah. tell me now. And just this little thought, tiniest little thoughts came to me and said there, broken left leg. That's all that came to me. And I was like, okay. I was like, was that you? Was that you? Or why am I thinking? Of it? And I was, <laughs> I kind of wrote it at the side. I'm like, okay. So as I'm talking to this guy, I realize he's in the fitness industry. I realize he's a footballer. And then I'm doing a Chris. I'm like, I've got it. This guy broke his leg. This guy broke his leg. I'm like, he's, he's had a footballing accident. God, in my head, as we're talking about a random subject, I'm going, he's about to have an encounter with God. This is going to be amazing. And I, and I remember just saying so confidently, I'm like, Brett, have you ever broken your left leg? And he went, no. And I went, <laughs> you never, never broken it? You know, playing football, you, surely you broke a bone like he was going to go, oh yeah, that was that one time. Um, he went, I broke a toe. So now I'm thinking, did I confuse leg for toe? Um, but but lucky enough, he actually said to me, why, why did you say that? And I explained to him like, well, you know, I'm a Christian and I decided to ask God if he knew anything about you that he wanted to share with you. And all that came to mind was a broken left leg. And the guy goes white in the face, and he, he goes, how, how do you know that? And, I, and I'm thinking, well, you didn't break your leg, mate. What are you on about? And it turns out that three days ago, his best mate 
and his fiance were walking down the street and they were involved in a shooting. And unfortunately, his fiance actually got shot and killed. And he, his best friend, got shot through the left leg and broke his left femur. And he showed me the x ray. And it's the first time I'd ever had an encounter with a word of knowledge. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like God is real. And, but it's funny because I did exactly what Chris did. Yeah. I started coming up with the meaning, the reason why, yeah. rather than God knew he was going to reveal something to him that was going to really give him this personal encounter. So yeah, I totally relate massively with, with both of you saying that. And this leads me on to my next question. Because okay, since go. then, I've had a few times where I think I've heard from God. and But I, ch- I chose to ignore it in one sense. I chose to kind of go, oh, are you sure? Are you sure? You and I kind of ignored God. I, I bet. Yeah, I backed out. I was like, the faith wasn't there. Oh. It was just, I was just like, oh, and I'm like, please give me grace, you know. And I felt so bad <laughs> afterwards. And God was like, it's okay. I'm training you. Um, yeah. But that's my question to everyone now. Has yeah. there been a time where you think you've heard from God and you've chose just to not act on it? Um, and why as well? Because that could just be discernment, didn't have the faith or, or, or whatsoever. Um, we'll yeah. head back over to Ray as the knower, right? Ray, have you ever, <laughs> have you ever known that God was talking to you and decided to, to not act upon it? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably uh, more often than I would like to know <laughs> about mm. Um, but when, when he speaks to you and, and you, uh, withhold that to yourself, you, you, you never have the opportunity to discover the excitement of the moment of the story or entering into what God is doing. Like, God gave you this germ thought and and it's not going to bear fruit unless you plant it into the ears of another person and and so like how many opportunities are walking around me every day um, maybe I wouldn't like to know maybe it would be overwhelming I'm not sure <laughs> certainly it's happened I don't have a specific really sad story to, you know, that comes to my mind, but uh, I know that I've had nudges and I've reneged. Mm. I just went chicken. I just went chicken. That's all there's to it. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. And the, reason why, and, the, and the reason why I asked this, this question is because there's humility in this and realizing yeah. that there's a partnership between us and God. And it requires for us to move. Um, And I want everyone and all our listeners to realize that we are also human and we do sometimes don't act on things. And there is that side of we're not these walking superheroes that possess this power and we're all out. There are times where we that we that we forget to act upon it or choose not to for one reason for another. But God uses it. Either way, which is which is great. Thanks for that, Ray. I appreciate that. Let's go over to we'll go over to your wonderful wife, Gloria. Go on, Gloria. Have you ever heard from God and and kind of not acted on it or kept it to yourself to use Ray's Ray's um, analogy? 
Yeah, I I know I've done this lots. I, I don't have a specific story to share right now either, but I know I've had nudges from God and I and I say, oh yeah, I need to do that. I need to check on that person. Uh and I and I get busy and I forget and it's two weeks down the road and oh shoot, I forgot. And then I just feel really sad and I think, oh man, I hope that some that God spoke to somebody else and got them to bless that person because I didn't and and I just I just got so sick of missing these opportunities that a year ago actually I decided to to start a journal and this journal was it's called a service journal it's kind of crazy but it's accountability for me because when God gives me a nudge then um, every day I have written in that journal, okay, what, how did you listen to a nudge? How did you serve somebody today? And I write it down and I've, I've done it every day for over a year now. And it has really, really, really helped me to not miss those opportunities that God is saying, call that person, pray for that person, check with that person about something. And so that's been a true, uh, that's been really helpful for me. Uh, I know that I, I don't have a story if I don't do it. Like I miss a blessing too. And that person hopefully didn't miss a blessing because somebody else listened, but uh, (laughs) it's, it's really, um, it's great when we actually listen. Yeah. It's terrible when we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, wait, has Ray got something to say? Have you got something to add, Ray? Go on. I'll unmute you. Yeah, thank you. Um, as Gloria was talking, I, I just had a, a flood of, of memories come back to me where um, God was nudging me. I, I was in charge of pastoral care in the church for years. Um, and... Um, and uh, members of the congregation were hospitalized. They were they were palliative, and we knew they were terminal. And how many times have I had nudges from the Lord to go and and visit those people one more time, uh, pray with them one more time? And I made myself busy because I don't like going to hospitals. I don't like how hospitals smell. I don't like how they feel, and I. I, it, it's just a very awkward experience. And I always had to push through this horrible, horrible uh, cloud of resistance to, to get there. Uh, once I got there, that was fine. But uh, far too many times I said, ah, not today. Not mm. today. And I, you know, and I missed it. Yeah. Oh, thanks for sharing that, Ray. Appreciate it. Yeah. What about you, Bonnie? Have you ever felt felt God say something to you and then mm. not not gone with it? <laughs> so um, this is this is part of my process on how I decide if this is if the feeling I have right now is valid. I am feeling very nervous right now. <laughs> Just gonna own that because uh, I feel I need to share a story. Um, so, so it's actually from my own personal, it's my personal story. Um, 
and it's it's a 10 year long journey. I'm not going to take 10 years to tell it. Um, <laughs> but I had I had people like Ray. Um, I had a physician. I had um, some really instrumental people in my life um, saying words of knowledge over me and uh, didn't feel like I was worthy did not feel like that was that that was a fit for me. And so I ignored it. I thought maybe it was for somebody else, somebody close to me. Um, I thought maybe they would pick up the ball and they would, you know, do what was being what was being asked. Um, so I let that sit. And I would say for a good 10 years. Um, and I remember coming to a place in my life where I finally leaned into it. Uh, and, and I started to kind of take, go down that, um, yeah, take ownership of what was being spoken. And I remember having this moment of grief with God, just being like, how could I have missed it? How could I have let that sit for 10 years? Yeah. Um, and I just remember this sense of God sitting beside me going, you know what? Yeah, that's disappointing, but you're here now. So no more regrets. Let's just do this thing. Um, and and I think that that, that um, Chris alluded to it before. Um, Luke, you mentioned it earlier too. God is a God who is gracious and patient. Um, and I, I appreciate his acknowledgement that, yeah, yeah, you missed it. Yeah. But you're here now. So, so let's just, regret is for the past. Let's just do this thing. There's, there's redemption. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's so beautiful because it's it's looking at the story from Ray mm -hmm. and you know from one angle, but then it's looking at it from another angle, you know, and the things that keep us from from moving into these moments and what we like to call it an experience. It prevents us from having that experience with God. Um, and it's not if you it's not just somebody mm -hmm. who wants to mm -hmm. give a word, it's for somebody who also wants to receive a word, right? So it's you can be on either side and it can, yeah. fear can still hold you back or fear feelings can still hold you back from, from accepting it. So thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. that was, that's, mm -hmm. that's beautiful. Okay. One more Luke. Well, Chris, let's go, share Chris. Yeah, let's go, Chris. Oh man, this has been a great question because there's so much honesty. You guys are just sharing openly about um, this. And I just resonate with all your stories because I, I miss it all the time. And I love what you're saying. God's patient and he's in the process and I'm learning. It feels like I'm in training every day. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I have a lot of stories. <laughs> missing it. I've got it. I don't, you know, but it's important. I guess we share some of the low lights, but there's this other, there's, I think feel like God like always gives these words that are just outside of your box. Right. So it's always like, mm -hmm. you're probably going to miss some because they're just outside of where's comfortable and where's, where's, where's my place of, of, um, you know, normalcy. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, there's two, there's two things that stuck to mind and then there's like a thousand stories where I missed it. But, um, the two that come to mind is, uh, the, the one I remember, um, God showed me a picture of a cast of like a broken foot, Luke. Oh, and, right. Okay. Uh, yeah. And, uh, so it was a right foot. And so I came to the mall. I have never prayed healing, like supernatural healing for somebody, but I felt like God was, I, I had this image when I walked in of this, this cast and, um, 
And so I was scoping out the mall for casts. I'd never seen so many casts suddenly in my life, but none of them were on the right foot. They were all left foot casts. So I finally come upon one kind of like after an hour, just kind of going through the mall. and, And I see this lady and she has a cast on the right foot, but she's in a wheelchair. And suddenly for me, for my, in my head, like the stakes were like, you know what? She's just going to be on crutches and probably had a little bump. She'll be okay. But like the, the wheelchair thing scared me. Cause I'm like, I don't know if I've ever seen other, anybody get better out of a wheelchair. Yeah. And, um, so it was like, I remember delaying on that word for at like another hour. Probably I, I was like, God, are you sure? And had to go get my wife for help. Cause I was like a mess. <laughs> we ended up praying for her and she did actually get healed, but it was like this thin line of like, I was trying to, I was like anything but that, anything Mm. but that, like, like, give me, give me something a little easier. Same kind of thing happened when, when um, God asked me to be a pastor, I had somebody asked me, Hey, I want you to be a pastor at this church. And I was like, anything but that. And I almost missed Mm. it, but I, but I um, I actually said no, (laughs) but there's this, this coming around, um, that, that helped me say yes. And, and like Ray and Gloria and Bonnie, you guys are all alluding to like, you know, that disappointment you feel. And there's been so many times where God said, pray for this person. I want you to go over there. I want you to step over there. I want you to say this word to somebody you don't know, or sometimes the stakes feel really high because there's a bunch of people around you don't know, and you feel super un- uncomfortable and awkward. I'm just like, ah, oh God, I don't think I could do that today. And so I've had lots of those, man. I, I can't even to name one would be like, <laughs> it's, just, yeah. it's been a lot. I'm in process. You always kind of feel that, uh, oh shoot. But I feel like God's growing me in that whole, that whole experience yeah. too. Hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy. I have, okay, Luke, I have this crazy story. You want to hear my story? Go, go, go. And uh, Gloria will know it because Gloria was with me when we did this. So yes, <laughs> she's nodding her head. So we went to our very first hearing God conference, which was an hour away. And Chris and Ray and Gloria and I were there and there was some other people there. And at the, you know, like probably the middle of the second day, they said to us, you know, we want you to go out, out of the church, go into the world, into the city. And I want you to start going pray for people. And we're like, what? You're not praying for people in the church? Like you want us to go out of the church? What is this? And then remember that the couple who was doing our teaching, they said this, just kick fear in the face. Just kick fear in the face. So Gloria and I went to the biggest mall in the city, got some candy canes to hand out. So, you know, it didn't look weird walking around asking people to pray for you. We'll pray for you and we'll give you a candy cane. Because <laughs> that's less weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. To me, that was less weird, you know, like, I don't know why. But we would walk along and this is, we just kept saying to each other, okay, we're just going to kick fear in the face. Okay, we're just going to kick fear in the face. Because we were so terrified about doing it. And the realization was, is that I don't have to not be afraid to do it. I just have to choose God over the fear. And that changed how I approached everything because I will still give a word to somebody that I'm very close to. And my whole being is shaking because, and and this is why I think it is. It's my body cannot handle the manifestation of the word that is coming to life that my body just can't handle it. So the sooner, the quicker I do it, the sooner that feeling is over with. So for me, that's, that's great, but it's the choosing 
the choosing God over the fear every time. And I'd like to say that I'm great at it. I'm not. (laughs) There's many times that I'm not great at it, but there's many times where I have done it and the most extraordinary stories and growth for myself has come out of it. And yeah, those have been amazing experiences in our lives. But yeah, right, Gloria, to this day, we kick fear in the face. <laughs> I I love that. And I love that everyone has so many stories of when God has moved and so many stories when we know God would have moved if we had moved with him. And I, and I love like what Chris said about how honest we all are about our experience. I've had so many times like it as well. And God's used every moment to, to grow us and, and to more desire that opportunity again. You know, we spoke about that disappointment. Like I remember that I felt like that when I felt like similar to Chris, I felt like I was needing to pray for healing for someone in my, literally where I live. And I was walking up the street and I see this older gentleman in a wheelchair, same thing. Yeah. And it was like, pray for healing. And this is a big thing that God's speaking to me at the moment about wanting me to, to, to move in the gift of healing. And there's this wrestling of really like needing the faith to go with that. But like what Chris said before, because it's outside my bubble, I'll pray for anyone. I'll pray a blessing over you. I pray for you in times of worry, all these things. But when I'm about to possibly see a manifestation, that's so tangible. It's out of my comfort zone. And I remember the gentleman being in the wheelchair and I felt it. And I was like, I need to pray for healing for that man. And I walked past and this is the worst, the worst point. The guy stops and looks at my son and goes, oh, he's cute, isn't he? And he starts opening up a conversation with me. So as we're speaking, I'm getting this nudge, like what Ray's saying, this nudge about pray for him, ask him, figure it out. And I'm going, yeah, he's cute. And I can just imagine my face is totally ignoring the guy and just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause I'm trying to, I'm building myself up and I walk. I, th- yeah. That fear overtook me and I walk away. And as I'm walking, I'm, I'm like, I'm so sorry, God. Like I really do believe. And this yeah. is the, the worst bit was he was coming. I didn't realize it at the time, but I look back and he turns around in his wheelchair because it's one of these electric wheelchairs. Yeah. He turns around and goes back into the old people's home because obviously that's where he lives. And yeah. in that moment, I felt like God had nudged him to just yeah. go out for a moment and, and I, he was going to use me and it didn't happen yeah. there and he went back in. I knew it that God was trying to use me just in that moment. And I was just like, oh God, what was it? And he's like, it's never what you think it is. Yeah. Because I didn't know if I was praying for him to get out of the wheelchair. I didn't know if I was praying for something that I don't know what it is. Yeah. And God just reminded me, it's not what you think it is. I'm just asking yeah. you to do what I say. So that's, yeah, so, that's I, such a good word. Like it's never yeah. what we think it is. Like Chris had a great example about the red canoe, right? It's not what he thought it was, right? Ray sharing with his, you know, knowing it's, it's, you know, at that point, that person, we don't know what happened in that situation, right? Like we don't know in these moments when we have this opportunity to partner with God, it's never what we think it is, but we always think we know what it's going to be. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? We always think we know what we're going to be. It's be like, I see a man with uh, the crutches there and God's like, go heal him. And it's like, 
okay, but hold on. Like, I'm not going to be the person that holds up the crutches going, yeah, you know, like, you know, it never is because it's generally going, God's just saying, go hug him. Yeah. Go be motherly love to him, Yvonne. Go, you know, because as much as we always think it's the external, it's the internal that God is always reaching always. more than the external. Yeah. Always. Because even the external is just, he's going to use the external to heal an internal. He's healing internally, never externally. He might use the external to heal the internal for sure. But there's one thing that I do know, and this is my last question, as I know that this podcast has been quite long, but so, so worth it. Um, is I know what it's like to have a relationship with God. I know yeah. what it's like to walk with him every single day and hear him in my unique way. So my question to all of you, what is life like walking with God in a relationship with him? And we use the sense of hearing him in your unique way, not necessarily audible, you know, whether it's feeling his presence, where it's just the confidence and the assurance, the knowing, whether it's seeing, experiencing, seeing things, hearing things. We all have an intimate relation, relationship with Jesus and no one can take that away from us. So my question to all of you is, what is that like? What is that like for you? And I want to go with Ray because I just see Ray smiling already because I think that <laughs> paints a picture. What is it like for you, Ray? What is it like to have a relationship with a God that is alive today who speaks to you personally? I'm smiling for two reasons. My, my, my direct answer to that question is going to be almost exactly what you said. And also because I'm sitting on two stories that are just exploding in my chest. Go, go, I'll go. Answer your, I'll answer your question. And if we have time, I'll go to the stories. You said it. Being, um, knowing that our Heavenly Father speaks to us in, in a tailor-made fashion for my character, my personality, changes everything for me and moves it from religion and being a nice boy to relationship. Uh. A relationship for myself and my wife is one where we communicate with one another. We reveal deep things about ourselves to one another. My relationship with the Heavenly Father, knowing that He speaks to me, he reveals Himself to me, and I can enter into that, changes everything. It's, it's, it's changed everything, far, almost far too late in my life, but everything. My life, the last four or five years, is nothing like all 65 before that. Wow. And we're going to come back to the end stories because I'm going to say at the end if everyone has another story to tell. So hold on to that story, Ray, because I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that for sure. But thank you. Thank you for that. Gloria, what's it like for you? It is, it's amazing. I, I just feel like it's such a privilege to have a relationship with the God of the universe, the creator. It just blow. it's mind blowing. Um, it's exciting. It's an adventure to feel that he wants to partner with me 
or he wants me to partner with him in what he's doing in other people's lives that I can be a little part of encouraging someone or helping them make a decision or loving on them or showing them that God sees them as valuable and worthwhile and he has purpose for them and he loves them so much. Um, And I, I get that from God too, that he sees me as a valuable person. I'm not just somebody out there. I'm somebody he wants relationship with. And I used to feel like God was this kind of big guy in the sky that was pointing his finger at me and shaking it and always watching what I was doing wrong and telling me that, well, that's not it at all. It's not it at all. He is, um, he loves us and, and his, his hand is a beckoning hand saying, come on, let's go play together. Let's go do something. I've got something up my sleeve. Let's go find out what it is. Yeah. And it's, it's just, um, um, it's so much more than, than our career, our raising a family, all those things are great, but this relationship with God is wow. It's powerful. I love it. Wow. wow. <laughs> right. Well, Bonnie, as a feeling myself, I'm feeling a lot of everything right now, if I'm honest. <laughs> for you, for you, what was it like walking with God like like he does with you? So I feel like I'm just repeating what a lot of others have said. Um, it's this idea that the creator of the universe, um, in, in spite of everything, he takes personal interest in me. Um, and not just for my sake, but also asking me to partner with what he's doing. I think that's incredible. It's an adventure. It, um, it's, it's humbling, but it's also exciting. Um, the, so I, I really get a lot out of movies. And so the image I have right now is just Lucy in one of the Narnia movies. And I don't know if you know the scene where she's like standing in front of a river and she's standing there with her little dagger in her hand and yes. she's just like ready to take on the monsters. Right. And, and all of a sudden it pans out and Aslan the lion is behind her. And he's the one giving the authority. So it's wow. that sense of, you know, this, this magnificent creator, like Gloria said, the creator of the universe has asked me to step in and partner with him. Um, that's, that's huge. That's exciting. Wow. 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 That carried a lot of weight. What she said, did you feel that? <laughs> I, I, I need a nap after this. I'm, I'm so yeah, emotionally will. worn out. <laughs> Welcome to my world. When I work with them, generally after a class, I go home to sleep because I tell you, there is just some, a lot of presence of God that comes mm. with them when they walk in a room. So yeah. good. So good. Chris, what about you? I'll be the great echo in the room. I just resonate with what everybody <laughs> says. I'm, I'm a little confused though. It feels like Bonnie, Bonnie, you sure you're not a seer? That was a quite yeah. another using the, the, the <laughs> she's using the movie stuff. It was amazing. That's awesome. I, you know, the, the words that you guys were kind of saying adventure. Uh, another word that, that really comes to mind is wonder or astonishment. Like hmm. if you live, a, if you have a boring life, this, um, this relationship with God just brings everything to life. Yeah. And, um, it's, it's really key for that. I, I'll, I'll, since I'm a seer, I'll use some analogies. I love movies. And so imagine <laughs> we'll go with the movies. Uh, imagine if you could sit down with, let's think about this. If you could sit down with the director 
the writer and the producer. You could sit and he comes alongside, they come alongside you and they're like, Hey, Chris, this is, and you're the actor. He's like, I wrote this awesome story. Here's the character. And he describes you and what you're going to do in this story when you encounter this stuff. And here's some stuff I wrote in here. And this is what you're going to do. Cause this is what you do. This is who you are. I wrote this. And he starts to tell you all this stuff about the movie. And then, and then you go through your day and you kind of, you, you, you kind of watch the movie. You're in the story, things happen. You respond. Bond, and then you have this neat part after. So he tells you kind of before, but then at the end of your day, you can kind of go back and say, and everybody probably has these moments like, Hey, what did you mean when this happened today? Or what did you mean in the, in the movie? Like, what was the producer trying to do? What was the writer trying to do with that, that idea? Like I, I didn't follow that. And you get to have this inside relationship with the guy, you know, with the people who are, who are creating the story and you find yourself in the story and you find meaning and you find life. And yeah, it's, it's, man, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, you, you're all in this um, playful, wonder, astonished, um, almost like spontaneous role that you're discovering as you go. Yeah. Oh, wow. I love that. Just as you said that, like them three, you know, the director, the writer, the producer, I was just like, yeah. That's just a great analogy. I saw you write I it did. down. Were you writing it down? I wrote it down. Yeah, I yeah. did. All right, I did. It's in my it's in my notes. That's I'm gonna. I'm like, I thought this I mean, today. No, they just made this so easy for us. Like oh, literally, so we didn't easy. have to say a single thing this episode because they just made it so easy for us. You guys can just do it every week. I'd be well happy with that. I'd be so happy <laughs> with that. But I'm gonna go back to Ray because Ray started the podcast saying he doesn't have amazing stories, and this guy's bursting right. at the scene. With two stories. With two stories. I so know. Ray, go for it. What What are these these stories that that you want to share? Well, they're they're tied together. It was Friday afternoon, and I had this uh, had these two two individuals in the church written down in my daybook. I was going to visit, uh, go go to their country homes, and pray with them before the weekend. See how they're doing. Uh, both were ladies. Uh, and uh, both were uh, widowed. <clears throat> and uh, I went to the first home and, and uh, sought her and her family and, and, you know, a meaningful time of prayer and everything. Checked my watch and I said, no, you know, the next one, that can wait till next week. Uh, I'll go, I'll go visit her next week. And uh, I, I felt terrible about it because I was not already 20 minutes out in the country this the next home was only 10 minutes further down the road and i thought later and i came home went uh, went back to the office straightened up my desk and stuff and then it was like the spirit of god said ray you go back you had that name i gave you that name now you go back and you see how that person is doing she's lost her husband you go so I phoned my wife and I said, no, I'm going to be late for supper. Sorry, but I do need to go make this call. I drove all the way back to the country, right past the first person's home to the second person's home, knocked on the door. Her daughter answered the door, which I thought was weird, came in and said, uh, there's mom. And she was lying in the living room on, on the sofa, which didn't look out of the ordinary, a little unusual. Most people get up when you come to the home. And she lay there, and as I was talking with her, she was covered with a bit of a shawl. The shawl fell off, and I noticed her leg in the cast. I said, oh, 
I don't know anything about this. What's the story with your cast? Well, she said, it's like this, you know, and I was going to the hospital and I missed the bottom step carrying something in the basement and I fell and broke my ankle and oh, it's just terrible. All I said before I go, I, I would like to pray for a healing for your ankle. That'd be all right. Oh, yes, that'd be great. So I prayed for healing for her ankle, <clears throat> encouragement for her heart at the loss of her husband. Excused myself, went home and had dinner with my wife. A few Sundays later, she approached me in church and said, hey, pastor, come here. I've got a story for you. I said, okay, great. You know, when you came to my home and prayed for me, yes, I, I remember that clearly. Well, what you don't know is that I had been operated on for lung cancer. And I was going for surgery for the lumps in my other lung the following week. And you know what? The cancer's all gone. All of it's gone. They, they scanned me before the surgery. And there was nothing there, nothing in the scan. She said, it's a miracle. And I think, okay, now, had I not gone back, how would the story have unfolded? Somebody else maybe would have prayed for her. Um, I don't know. I just know I would not have been a part of that story. Yeah. And, and, um, I, as you can tell, I would have missed out on on uh, having heard and responded to what the father was saying to me mm. in that situation. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, uh, I'm just, yeah. Should I, I just keep talking now? Yeah. Yeah, you take over. <laughs> it's so good. I am so... I am beyond thrilled. This is a huge passion of mine. Teaching people how to hear God is a passion of mine, not because, you know, there's something happens when you hear the voice of your father for yourself. You have, you have an identity, right? Damascus experience is founded on the verses in Acts 26, where God calls to Saul. He calls his name, his identity. He gave him a destiny. He commissioned him and then he sent them. And it all started the moment God spoke and Saul heard. The very beginning of every amazing story always starts with, I heard God say to me, that's the beginning of the experience. And that's the experience that Damascus wants to bring to everyone. That's why this podcast, you know, we were so excited to have everyone on here because it's not that, you know, we have this unique ability that no one else in the world has. You, if you've heard this, you're going to now go, oh, wait a second. I remember this time I was driving and I, you know, just felt I needed to turn right. And I avoided this, you know, five car pile up. Like there's moments you're going to look back on your life and you're going to realize that he's been speaking to you this entire time. And right now, as the world is coming into this great spiritual awakening, we want to help equip people with the language that points back to the father who just loves you so much and want to partners with you on this adventure. So we are so excited that we have had our guest on. So, yeah, I'm going to ask one more question, this spontaneous question, because I gave some questions before. 
Yeah, I love doing this. I know everybody's just like, they're looking at me like, oh my goodness, Yvonne. It's not a hard one. It's not a hard one. It's really not. Tell our listeners, our listeners here, one thing, one little piece of advice as a hearer, seer, knower, feeler to move forward on their journey. One small piece of advice. Somebody who's just starting out, somebody who's never set foot in a church, somebody who goes, I think... I hear, how do I kind of push into it a little bit? So um, let's start with, um, I don't know, Luke Pick. Who do you want to start with? We'll, we'll start with Gloria. Gloria. <laughs> yeah, I would say um, really pay attention to thoughts that come, to pictures that come, their feelings that come. Um, don't doubt Doubt is huge. I, I know I doubted for so many years, doubted things, and I wished I'd pushed in quicker. Um, so um, try it out. Um, test test the words that you hear or the way that you hear with people that you know and get feedback from them. I think Ray said this before. That's a good way to test something out. And uh, and then humbly talking to the person that you get a word for um, or, you know, if it's for somebody else, going to that person saying, I kind of wonder about this. Does this mean anything to you? You know, just testing that out, sticking your neck out where it's <laughs> <laughs> where we're afraid, right, Yvonne? Yeah. And just doing it anyways, I think that's the way to start. Yeah, mm. that's great. That is very sage advice from Gloria right there. Ray, what about you? Do you have any advice for somebody who is just realizing, maybe just realizing now as we're talking, hey, this is a gift that I have too. What would you say to them? I'd... Um... I'd be tempted to repeat a lesson that my grandson taught me one Sunday at lunch um, relative to hearing from God and, and relaying to other people the message that God has given you for them. He said, there's the ABCs in all of this, Grandpa. Always build up, cheer up, and draw near to God. When you say something to somebody, it should always do those things for that person that would be it yeah that's good right god is good so it's not good if exactly. it's not good it's not god so right. those abcs say them again right abc always build up cheer up and draw the person towards god wow. love it love it that's good thanks ray bonnie how about you what is your encouragement or sage advice that you probably have? <laughs> uh, I would say that experiencing emotion is a gift. Um, yes. To be able to live life and embracing, um, embracing the emotion, not only inside of you, but as you're, as you're engaging with it in the world or with people around you, it is really a gift and it is uh it's a superpower, um, allowing you to enter into other people's lives, um, but also allowing you to enter into the heart of God. And so don't discredit it. Um, lean in, lean in. And uh, when in doubt, just ask God to speak to it. 
Yeah, mm. that's good. Yeah, feeler, empaths, all alike. Mm-hmm. You know, we tend to try to run from emotion we don't understand. And the greatest gift is actually pushing into it. Yeah, just embrace it. Yeah, that's good. Thanks, Bonnie. Okay, Chris. Awesome. Um, if, you know, at, at the end of a podcast like this, I, I think, uh, you know, after so many stories and people resonating wherever you're at, <clears throat> I think the question isn't so much like, is God speaking to me? Um, he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I think the best advice I can give you is when you can say, if you can just decide that he is, that starts this openness and this flow. You've just, you put the question aside you, 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 you just like Gloria was talking about, about that doubt. Yeah. Um, just, just accept that he is like, that's what God's doing across this globe with all of his creation. He is, he is speaking to you. And, uh, so just to just make that decision, I'd say, choose to say, God is speaking to me. And I think that's like this just starts to flow a whole lot easier. You start paying attention to, uh, things that you thought were mundane or maybe not, not important, or maybe didn't matter. And suddenly everything matters because God is speaking to you. So if you can answer that, that's great. And then something that Yvonne picked up on earlier, I would just say back again, and Luke, you mentioned this too, but like you get more than one, you get more than three wishes. <laughs> you get more than three <laughs> questions, right? You get, yeah. you get, if you don't know, if you, if you have like, is he speaking to me? What is he saying here? Um, the, that's the question. What is he saying? But you get to ask another question and you just ask, get to ask for help and you, and you just get to ask another question. And so um, you get more, you get more than, than one question. And that's great news because, you know, we're all, we're all in that process. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's such great advice. Yeah. We don't fail. This isn't a a school. Life is not school, right? There's no midterm. There's no exam at the end. You know, there's no opportunity for failing. Like that's not, that's not what we're doing here. What this is, is a partnership and a partnership is working together to build something amazing. And that is bringing heaven on earth. And so for us to build the value in ourselves and then give the value to others, right? Heaven is already inside of you. We are the heaven on earth. Now it's just time to bring it out of other people. Right. So, so what good. do you think of our episode, Luke? Like you just, you look like you'd like, Oh man, I'm going to listen to this like 20 more times. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely, definitely what I'm going to do. Um, and I'd love to finish like what, what Chris was saying. I think that's a beautiful way to say it all that I hope during this episode that people would just come to the acknowledgement to believe, you know, all that God asks us to do is to believe, yeah. believe that he's speaking to us, believe that, that, that he sent his son, just believe yeah. it. And yeah. as we believe he, he opens our eyes and we start to see, he opens our ears and we start to hear. And everything that Chris is saying is that when we believe that God is speaking, when we believe that, that God is real, that, that he wants a, a relationship with us, he will just bring to your attention. He will heighten all your senses to realize that he isn't coming into your life because now you've let him. The Bible says that he chose you, not that you chose him. So before you even knew him, before you even come to this realization that, oh my gosh, like God is talking to me. God was there 
before you were even here. The Bible yeah. says he knows every hair on your, on your head. He knitted you together in your mother's womb. This isn't about him just wanting relationship with you. This is about you realizing that he's been stood there with you all of this time, whispering yeah. in your ear, through your heart, and now is just realizing and asking him to open all of them senses up. So I'm actually going to, for the first time, I'm just going to pray for our listeners and viewers. And I just pray, Father, I just pray that for our listeners now is that every single one of them right now, if they choose to believe that that you have been speaking to them all this this time, I just pray that you open their eyes. I pray that you open their ears. I pray that they start to see you and hear you and feel you with such intensity that they can't ignore you. And I pray not only would you move in their life, but I pray that you move through their life and through their family's life and for generations and for generations. In your name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you all so much for your time today. You have blessed me dearly. I've never felt the presence of God. Like I've been to a lot of churches and just this conversation is, is give me an experience of God that is already unlocking things within me. So thank you to you all, all massively. And to our listeners, like we say always, if this episode has blessed you, if it has encouraged you, we would love to hear about it. Reach out to us. If you want to yeah. connect with our guests, if some of them have got ministries or anything like that, we'll, we'll link them as well. Yeah. Um, and I just encourage every single one of you, just explore, yeah. just explore what we're saying. And the yeah. worst thing that can happen is nothing. But I'm telling <laughs> you right now, nothing ain't going to happen. Um, That's right. Yeah. So thank you, Yvonne, for having well, all of us. <laughs> thank you for guesting on my podcast today. Yeah, we just want to say thank you, Chris, Ray, Gloria, Bonnie. It has been an honor to host you on the podcast Again, we do life together. So this has been an honor. Um, you know, Luke and I are doing something brand new and bringing something new. And that um, comes with some really great stories in the form of some really great friends. So that has been an honor to me. Um, as Luke said, go to our Instagram, Damascus Experience. If you want to check on our podcast, On the Road to Damascus podcast on Instagram, you can find us on Facebook. And yeah, thank you for joining us today. And we will look forward to uh, being on the road to Damascus next week. See you later. Bye. Bye. There we go. Episode number 12, guys. I hope you massively enjoyed this episode. It was great to have some guests on with us as well. And more importantly, I hope that you guys have taken something away from it. I hope now you might be thinking, oh my gosh, like I feel I'm a seer, I'm a hearer, I'm a knower. And realize that God has been trying to speak to you every single day. And whether you're somebody that doesn't know God, he knows you. And that's why he's speaking to you. And if you're somebody right now who's thinking, I want to know more about this. I want to know more how I can tap into this gifting or, or learn how to hear from God. Then make sure that you reach out to us on our social media sites. And we'll be more than happy to point you in the right direction to help equip you in your gifting. Hope you have the most amazing week. And we'll see you soon.